In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. If God shows his grace and love towards us by forgiving us all of our sins, why don't we just continue to sin so that God can continue to show us more of his grace and love? This is the idea St. Paul confronts when he writes in the epistle, quote, Know ye not that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him through baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. In other words, being a Christian does not only mean that your sins are forgiven, Being a Christian also means that you have received a new identity which leads you to live in a new way. Sinners practice sin, but those who have been baptized into Jesus Christ have died to sin and have um, been raised with Christ to live in a new way. As St. Paul says in Romans, How can someone who died to sin continue to live in sin? There are objections to this logic of baptism. Some will say, I was baptized when I was two months old, and I don't even remember the experience. How can something I don't even remember change who I am and how I live? Even those baptized as adults might object, quote, my baptism was a great experience, but it kind of wore off, and it no longer has any impact on me. Both objections might lead to the conclusion that nothing really happened in baptism. The difficulty lies in our failure to understand how the three time periods of the Christian life, past, present, and future, are viewed in the Bible as one integrated experience. God, who exists in eternity, sees your past, your present, and your future as if they were all now. Thus, baptism and faith administered and exercised at a moment in time can affect an eternal result provided, of course, that the baptized persevere in the faith. God sees a baptized infant as a resurrected, glorified, and mature Son of God. What is seen from eternity as finished work is experienced in time as a process of growth. The life planted in us at baptism must actually grow to maturity through a process and actually be raised from the dead on the last day and given a new immortal body. God sees the finished goods from the beginning. We must work through the process in time. We experience this process through a repeated pattern 
of dying and rising with Christ. We are buried and raised with Christ in baptism, but the Christian life consists of a recurring experience of death and resurrection. The liturgy renews our baptism. We come to the altar as we came to the font. We confess sins of thought, word, and deed, as we once renounced world, flesh, and devil. We die to sin again. We receive Christ again in the Eucharist, as we receive Christ in the beginning in baptism. We are raised to new life again. This same pattern is present in our personal lives of prayer. When we pray to the Father through the Son in the Spirit, God makes us aware of what is wrong in our lives. Conviction leads to grace as guilt and confession give way to forgiveness. Forgiveness leads us to live in a new way. Through prayer, we continually die and rise with Christ. Perhaps the chief frustration of the Christian life is that this pattern seems to be almost monotonously repeated. For example, my anger is revealed to me in prayer on Monday, leading to confession, grace, and new resolve. But then... By Thursday, in my impatience, I allow the obnoxious driver or the difficult person to get the best of me. I mean, come on, slower traffic, keep right. (laughs) And how can he be such an idiot all the time? (laughs) And then I return to prayer. My anger and impatience are revealed again leading to new grace, new forgiveness, and new resolve, but perhaps also to new frustration that I am such a slow learner. I've come to think that we shouldn't be overly frustrated with our slow learning. Most of the things we do well in life took us a long time to learn, and we progressed in our competence through many mistakes. We are learning to be like Christ through a continual experience of death and resurrection. It takes many deaths to fully experience the resurrection. It may seem at times like we are going nowhere, but it is all part of a process that began in baptism and will end in resurrection, provided that we persevere in the faith, and do not give up. The slow nature of our growth actually highlights the fact that our growth is real. In our culture, faith often has a kind of make-believe character to it. People think that because they exercise faith at a moment in time, things will magically change right now. However, once we account for the infrequent occasions when God chooses to expedite a natural process 
through what we call a miracle, we will recognize that most processes take time. Mighty oaks from little acorns grow. This is also a miracle, but it takes a very long time for it to happen. God wants to really change you. To experience real change, you must commit yourself over time, in faith, to the experience of dying and rising that produces new virtue, new ways of thinking, and new behavior over time. This is why perseverance is the main characteristic of genuine faith. You must persevere. You must continue in the process over time for real growth to occur and for the process to be brought to completion. This is why we make such a big deal about the life of prayer. Prayer through which we continually die and rise with Christ is the central activity of the Christian life. Without a commitment to habits and disciplines of prayer, we fall out of the habitual experience of death and resurrection. We fall back into habits of sin, which lead to guilt, fear, despair, and death. When we neglect prayer and the grace of the sacrament, we forget who we are. We forget that we died and rose with Christ in baptism. We no longer experience the power of the cross and resurrection right now and we lose sight of our resurrection hope. Only when you continually remember who you are through habitual prayer will you learn habitually to do what you ought to do. Being a Christian then does not mean playing games with God's grace. It doesn't merely mean trying to be good or even merely doing good. Being a Christian means dying to sin and rising to new life in Christ. This experience began in baptism and it continues now through the life of prayer. And what we experience now as a process will be completed at the last day. Quote, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. <coughs>